0: Hi, I'm Carolina. And I'm Amanda. And we're both co owners of Booty Yoga in La Jolla, and we created a workout called Flow Lift.
1: And this is the second episode of our podcast called Booty Babble, where we get together and talk about all things yoga and fitness. And today's episode is going to be about how people changed because of the pandemic their exercising habits. Do you still go to group fitness classes? Do you still go to group yoga classes? Did you not want to go during COVID because you were scared? Um, there's just so many different reactions and it had a huge effect on how people work out.
0: Yeah, so today we'll be interviewing um, one of our longtime students. She's been with us for a few years and she's one of the people that you know disappeared for a long time and she's now back so we would love to get her opinion on everything and our second guest is a good friend of ours she never stopped coming to the studio so she's got a totally different viewpoint and me and amanda are pretty much aligned on our habits on what we did during covid but it'll be interesting to get all these different viewpoints
1: so we will be bringing kira and katherine in in a moment to discuss and we can't wait for you to meet them
0: All right, here we are with Kira and Catherine, and we're going to talk a little bit about how COVID affected us, um, you know, in terms of working out, doing group classes, our habits, all that stuff. Um, I mean, for us, in terms of owning a yoga studio, it's pretty depressing um, with COVID. And I remember when Amanda told me, like, we're going to have to shut down for like a month, I was shocked. I'm like, what do you mean, a whole month? And then it turned into like, you know, a very, very long time. So um, yeah, so we just want to talk about what our experiences were, how we felt, how our habits changed and all that stuff. So we're going to start with Kira. Hi. All right. So you want to go ahead and ask Amanda?
1: Sure. Kira, how did you feel like when everything first got shut down, obviously you had no option to go? To any classes, but were you super bummed about not being able to go, or were you like, Well, I wouldn't go anyways?
2: I was super bummed. Um, it's just for me, it's probably one of my top, you know, two or three things of normalcy and seeing people and to have that taken
1: away along with everything else was super hard. And did you still exercise? Like, how did you get in? Like, how did you get that? I did flow lift online, which
2: is like half as good with like all my family members watching on like a dirty carpet. (laughs) And um, I did the Peloton, which I already owned. And after COVID, I basically threw it out the window because I never want to exercise in my house.
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean, we did that too. We did like you know, we'd get the whole family together and we'd put our online classes on and I'd make everybody do yoga, but it was, you know, it's not the same. There's so many distractions. There's like people walking by and then the kids get bored. They don't want to do it anymore. So it was really, really hard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, part of yoga is leaving the house and seeing my yoga friends and being in the studio without my phone.
1: Yeah, that was a big shock for me. Like, I'm used to that being my biggest social outlet um, and not being able to see really anyone. And that's where I see people is at booty yoga. Um, Was very, very strange. Catherine, what about you? How did you feel when it first happened? Were you just like, I am staying home. This is a little making me nervous.
3: Well, gosh, you know, it was such a strange time. I mean... Gosh, it was just, doesn't it just seem weird? I mean, who would have ever thought that we'd be suddenly in that situation? I um, know. Yeah, I was definitely trying to to take the steps that um, we were told to keep ourselves safe. So, um, I mean, I think it's at first, we didn't really know exactly that much about the virus, right? We didn't know if it was like, um, we were using a lots of hand sanitizer and, we didn't know about masks and so on but Jim. it just when we learned that the virus was spread through the tiny particles in the air that we breathed in and then breathed out and then breathed in um that, that led to wearing masks and social distancing and and exercising outdoors so the thought of going inside of a a, a contained room with um, you know, the, the doors mostly closed and people breathing, it just seemed like completely, that's what you would do to try to get sick. So I would did not feel safe um, going to the studio. But on the other hand, um, a really close friend who I don't see that often, um, who I've known forever, she's a yoga teacher in LA. And so she was doing Zoom classes and you guys might've been doing it too, but it was a way to reconnect with her. And then um, it just—it's also just—it kind of a, was a testament to um, the power of habit and how quickly habits change. Because that became yeah. my new habit. And this, at the same token, though, I mean, I was—I'm so at, at heart, I'm so lazy. Like, if I'm at yoga, if I drive myself there, I'm going to do it. But if I'm home, I mean, there's the dryer that needs to be emptied or the dishwasher that needs to be turned on. It's yeah. So I needed. This wasn't really an working at home wasn't enough for me.
1: Yeah, I do think it's I mean, I hate to say it's like a cliched women's work thing, but for women at home, like if I'm on the ground doing yoga and I see like my floor covered in dust, right. it's very hard for me to <laughs> to right. not get up and clean the floor. <laughs> yeah. Um but that is true about habits and i mean Catherine. i feel like now that you're back you come almost every day so you're Mm -hmm. definitely not a lazy person um (laughs) you know relative (laughs) to other people um but it is cool that you've got that new habit just to like reconnect with an old friend yeah and we did do the live stream classes and we would go do the live stream the whole time during covid And, like, you know, Kira would come and, like, be off camera or something. You know, like, people would come. And, I mean, we'd be very, very far apart with the doors open. But we did sort of get to have these, like, private cool classes all alone in my... Underground yoga? What? A little underground yoga? Yeah. I mean, it was to film. And all these people were taking it online, which was very, very cool. And it was a different way to connect to everybody. But it was kind of fun having our little, like basically private yoga spot.
2: And it sure was easier to park.
1: <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> two cars on Gerard, me and you. That was really, really crazy. I
0: mean, I yeah. think the toughest thing for me was like the mental and emotional, right? Like not having the room full of people all working together, sweating and like having that community thing. I think I realized how much um, I use yoga and flow lift for like stress relief and for just being, you know, calmer and more centered. And so when we didn't have that, I mean, we, we were closed. I think we closed like two different times, but yeah. when we didn't have that, we weren't going there at all. It was like, I was like going stir crazy, you know, like having the kids home all the time, like cooking and cleaning all day. And like, just not having that escape. Yeah. It made me realize how much I need it every day. You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: I tried like when everything first got shut down, I was like, I guess I'm just not gonna do anything. And I lasted like a week and I felt really horrible, just mentally and physically. And just getting back even in just to film classes, like I have to teach. I had to keep something going. So it was kind of like a lifeline having to teach and having to record.
0: And so Catherine, now that you're back, um You know, what do you notice in terms of like your emotional state, mental, like how, you know, what finally got you to come back?
3: Well, it was definitely feeling more comfort with, um, you know, it it being a safe thing to do. Um, I finally, and then I finally did get covid um in september. But also, I don't know about you guys, but like I'm so over it, right? <laughs> like whatever. You know, like I had a, a client came last week. I'm an esthetician. And um she had said she had a cold and she had a mask on and I should have probably sent her home, but I put a mask on. Anyway, it turned out that she had covid. And, and instead of like going, "Oh my god," you know, it's like, "Okay, fine, whatever. You know, I'm fine." You know what I mean? We're all, you can't keep that state of hypervigilance forever. That said, um you know, like all of us, I feel like our lives are so life is can be really stressful. And even though we're so also blessed to live in this beautiful community and, you know, we're not wondering, you know, are we going to be able to pay rent this month? And we're very blessed and all that. But, um, you know, life is, is stressful for all of us in different ways. And I didn't really have an outlet before. I've always worked out, but I didn't really have an outlet to kind of manage stress. And um, since like uh, we have a son and we've struggled a lot with him and he's been given but doesn't always use tools to manage his stress, but just that whole subject of giving our children tools and us ourselves using tools and our t- having a toolbox to manage stress, most of us don't really do that. And um, now that I have that, and I also walk a lot and walking helps too, but between yoga and walking, I mean, uh, from some... some family struggles with the son, um, I don't know how I would have managed, honestly, because I mean, it spills over to so many areas of your life and I'm not, I mean, our situation has been a little bit extreme, but we all have our, our things, right. But, um, if you don't like kind of have a mindful outlet to deal with, manage your stress and kind of get, take care of yourself and all the things that yoga can give you. I mean, you know, I think it's going to, it's, it impacts your life so poorly. And I, I really credit it with me, you know, kind of not completely losing my marbles.
2: Yeah. Right. It's funny um, because I feel like you got like Catherine and I are on here because maybe we had different feelings like at the beginning or during COVID, but like, it's clear, like we all have the same exact thing. Like we're using yoga exercise, going to the studio to connect to relieve stress. And, you know, some people were better at finding that than others. But, um, I mean, when I was trying to do it at home, I remember my daughter would say, oh, is the neighbor coming over to work out with you? Like, she knew, like, mom needs to get her, like, Zoom flow lift, you know,
1: class. If she's not leaving the house, she better at least get on the TV. (laughs) Right. right. And it is nice even just at least having one friend come over. Oh, yeah. 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 We were like grumpy workout partners.
2: (laughs) We just like made each other.
0: I know. It makes me so sad that there's still so many people that haven't come back since COVID. I mean, there's so many people that used to come, if not every day, at least two to three times a week. And I just haven't seen them at all. And I think, you know, for for a moment, I thought it was, they're still scared of COVID. And I think there are those people, but I think there's also those people that have changed their habits. Yeah. And now are used to having a trainer come over and work out in their garage or, you know, doing like a 20 minute YouTube class or whatever. Like, I don't know. They just forgot what they did before COVID. Right. I mean, that's what it seems yeah. like. Yeah. Well, I think like I even have a couple of friends who became
2: members and then had stressful things happen and, you know, they just didn't keep it up. I feel like COVID was like that times a hundred, you know, like. If you had trouble with that before, like you definitely weren't going to make it through COVID, like sticking to like healthy habits. I mean, right. that's I true. do and I'm, you know, more likely to than most maybe. Right. That's true. What
3: were you going to say, Catherine? Well, just, yeah, that there's a few people I thought, oh my gosh, I haven't seen her. And oh, I, you, like I'll see people around town and think, gosh, that's weird. I haven't seen them back at, at yoga.
1: Yell yeah, at them to yeah. come back. I just saw two people yesterday. They're a couple and they used to come all the time. And I was like, Hey guys. And we started chatting. I didn't bring it up to them. They brought like, how's booty. And I was like, you know, why haven't you guys been back? Are you still nervous? And they were like, no. And I'm like, well then why haven't you been back? And they're just like, we don't know. (laughs) It was just, it was like a strange permission slip to stop doing the things you need to do. And then you sort of forget how good it makes you feel. Like you said, like the habits change. And I mean, if you go long enough without doing yoga, without experiencing that sense of like physical and mental space, I just think you get used to a new normal that's not nearly as good, but you just kind of forget how good you could feel. I mean, I think they're going to yeah, come I back. Think it's- so they're going to come back, but
3: yeah. It's the power of habit. And then I, I haven't, you know, there's like studies about that. If you do something different for X number of weeks and that becomes your new habit. Yeah. So people have just changed and habits.
0: Not doing yoga is shocking to me because when I stop doing yoga, let's say I go on vacation, I'm gone for like one or two weeks. I start getting sciatica pain. Mm-hmm. I start getting back pain. Like, you know, it all just comes like magic. <laughs> And so, I don't know, I can't imagine, like, I see people all the time who are beating up their bodies doing, you know, sports or running or whatever, and they do no stretching at all, no breathing. And it's like, how are these people, like, surviving? Aren't they, are not they in pain all the time? And then the pain becomes normal? Like, I don't know. Yeah.
3: I do think shocking. people are in
1: physical and mental pain all the time, like, to varying degrees. And mm-hmm. I guess, Kara, you're right, like, all four of us um are probably unusual examples of people who dedicate a considerable amount of time and we found our thing. You know yeah. not everybody mm-hmm. has their thing. Um and right, I think but sometimes when
2: someone's thing is like running and they've run like 6 miles a day for 30 years like they're not in right. good shape at all. Like it True. may have helped them mentally but like they're struggling now, you know and I don't think, I don't know what can go wrong if yoga is
1: your thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: true.
0: That reminds me of a Brian Kess quote. He says, the harder you are on something, the faster you wear it out. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. Like you can only do that for so long without doing the stuff that takes care of your body. Right.
3: Yeah. And I'm older than you guys, um, obviously. And, um, so it's something that, people start to really grapple with is the body just starts to really fall apart. And, um, most of my friends, I mean, staying in shape or trying to, you know, hold the body together is such an important thing, but I mean, it's just like the little things that you can kind of get away with in your forties and fifties. Uh, I just turned 60 and, um, which is appalling. I know it's ridiculous, (laughs) but anyway, (laughs) it is. Um, but, um, and let, I mean, and, and so people like a lot of the women were trying to, you know, not gain weight. And so people doing a lot of running, um, things for just more physical, um, to keep ourselves physically the way that we think we want to, but not really also helping the body to stay, um, healthy. And, um, so that's one nice thing about yoga is that it, it, it does so many different things for you, you know? the least of which is, is physical, but also mental. So it just, you know, it checks so many boxes. Yeah.
0: definitely
2: I always wonder like, because I would, I mean, I love, and obviously I'm super tight with the yoga community, but I have so many friends who I know from other places and none of them do yoga. Like mm-hmm. they don't like it. They've like done one class. I don't even know how to begin to try to there's no like you can't convince someone to do right. something like you know
0: what a lot of it has to do with how good the yoga class is and I don't think there's a lot of good yoga out there I don't yeah. know like I mean I a lot t- of
2: them complain it's slow it's too quiet yeah. um, they're not flexible I mean it's all the craziest excuses it's I've ever used yeah but it's wild to me
0: it, it is. is yeah as
2: any are other
1: and I like to think that we create a welcoming vibe. You know, like I feel like our classes do have all different ages. I mean, it's one thing if you go into PB yeah. into like everyone's 25 and I can see mm-hmm. that being, you know, a weird, intimidating. intimidating thing. But I mean, my slow flow class this morning was you know, 40 to 75, which, I mean, I guess that's what you're saying. They Maybe they think that's slow and boring, but yeah. I mean, I think they'd feel a lot better if they tried it, but you're right. It's very hard to convince people. I mean, and then there's the whole, like, I'm a mom, I'm busy. I don't have
2: time, which again is another excuse. I, yeah. I mean, I know, but sometimes, you know, it's easy. it's easy to convince yourself it is when you've got stuff to do, but The benefits are worth sacrificing, you know,
3: Mm.
0: errands. Definitely. (laughs) And it's like, how do you get that message across, right? Like for us, especially right now, we're we're in the middle of like rebranding and combining all our websites. And um, it's, we're we're struggling with that. Like, how do you pull more men in? How do you get people to understand how amazing it feels to do yoga, you know, a couple of times a week and all that, Mm -hmm. so... It's definitely interesting to hear those excuses, you know, and in a perfect world. And I don't know how
3: you would ever do this. I don't know how much time we have, but I would just say that, I mean, it would be wonderful if we started yoga, um, when, with children who are in elementary, elementary school, because, um, Kids, uh, teenagers, and kids in their twenties—anxiety is just an epidemic. Portions, and you know, mental health is just—you know—we hear so much; it's such a problem with so many kids, and them not feeling connected and feeling overwhelmed and anxious. And so, we don't really teach kids when they're young to have these tools in their toolbox to manage stress, right? And so, as adults, people come to an adulthood, and they're—you know—it's like I'll eat a quart of Häagen-Dazs, or I'll smoke cigarettes, or or, you yeah. know, smoke too much weed or drink a bottle of wine, whatever. So we, we don't learn these coping techniques as children. So it's no yeah. wonder as an adult, you're like, what am I supposed to do with these whole, these feelings I can't manage? So just having these, normalizing, having some mindfulness exercise, I mean, would be just ideal. But I mean, it's like my, um, my I have a relative and so, and she's very, um, very conservative Christian. And so the idea of yoga, she kind of thinks it's like too mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Like it's too mumbo jumbo, not Christ-like. And I try to tell her you can kind of use whatever words you want, but it's just, you know, it's almost like meditation or like also like meditation is like devil worship. (laughs) It's like, no, you can say whatever you want. It's just mindfulness. Right. And you can have it be almost like prayer. Um, so anyway, just kind of think meeting people where they are that, you know, yoga would be a great method to um, be able to manage throughout your life, your, your stress and have some quiet time. And, and also, you know, keep your mind, as you've said, you know, keep your mind and your body strong and flexible. So That's I so not you change that, but I mean, it's also, it changes the moms doing yoga and then introducing their children to it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been bringing my son to yoga since he was eight actually yeah, before that. Cause they did kids yoga. So they've been going since they were like four and I still bring him all the time and he actually likes it, but it would be great to like encourage more moms to bring their kids to yoga, right? Like maybe there's like a bring your kid to yoga day or something, but like, you know, we're having these family group, like memberships, like the marketing people told us yesterday, you know, like somehow in- including or having the women that are already doing yoga, like bring their family members, their husbands, their kids, yeah. all that.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean the next generations are
1: open to all ages. Like, I don't care if someone brings a five-year-old to my vinyasa class, you know, I mean, and it is like, we're right? modeling behavior for our kids. Yeah. So if we're like, my mom does yoga to make herself not crazy. That's what my kids would say. And I think like what? the anxiety in children is worse than ever. And COVID did exacerbate that. It and did. COVID in a lot of ways, like dis- not destroyed, but it put a it's huge damn on community and like gathering yes. and gathering together. Cause gathering was what wasn't okay. Um, yeah. And and people haven't fully come back to that. Cause it's not like a bottle of wine. It's not this like easy go-to for stress relief. Yeah. You might not think like the group energy being part of why yoga feels good, but yeah. it is, even it if is. you don't know yeah. everybody, you know, like not everybody yeah. knows everybody at booty, but eventually I think if you come enough, you know, you see the same faces over and over and you do get to breathe and you do get to stretch for an hour, but it's also kind of like I mean I hate to use church as an example, but one of the reasons people go to church is for that like sense of community and you're all moving and breathing together in the same room. So yeah. I just think of course we want people to do classes online if they don't want to come to class, but just that being together is a is part of what makes working out or yoga I think so great. And I think people do need to come back to group classes to get that extra hit. One yeah, other well, thing I
0: did notice with COVID was like that a lot of people turn to alcohol. Like they realize, oh my God, I'm drinking every single night. I have an alcohol problem. And then their kids are walking this, right? So it's like, oh, well, next time I'm stressed, I'm going to go drink. So it's like, goes back to what you said, Catherine, is like, you have to model this behavior for kids like whatever you're doing they're going to copy right right, right. one and thing then back to what
3: Amanda said also, I'll just say real fast you know when they do those studies about like blue zones where people live to, you know it's very common for That's people to be over 100 but also just healthy communities where people you know th- their mental health is pretty stable but I mean it's that connect it's that community it's that connection is what you were saying
1: mm-hmm.
3: that is mm-hmm. so important Right. Yep. I mean, you could be in you can be in great physical shape, but you won't be if you don't have that community and that connection to other people that you get from being together. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was just gonna say, like, I my daughter plays water polo, and I've maybe three separate times been approached by parents about like, oh, we should get the they should the girls should do yoga like for fle- for straight for flexibility, and we should do this, and you know, I know you're you know affiliated with Booty Yoga, and there's a lot of like talk about stuff like that. And then at the end of the day, they're like in the weight room or they think they need to like swim 2000 more meters or forget it all. They're going to like talk to the coach to get them, you know, like they're modeling the opposite, you know, what we want. Like it doesn't need to be like this class at booty for an hour on Sunday. Like it's like, it's a, it's a whole like vibe. It's a mentality. It's, it's the coach not talking about like, Eating carbs before the game, but maybe doing five minutes of meditation. Like, yeah, right. yeah. trust me, they would both help, you know? So, definitely. yeah, I mean, I think I never listened to my, what my parents said. I don't think <laughs> my daughter's listening to me, but I definitely copy what they did, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You yeah. know, and that's all I can hope
0: for. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right. Well, what else shall we talk about? Oh, shall we um, say goodbye?
1: Well, I'm thankful you to too.
0: both of you for yes. sticking
1: with us because you you're back and Kiki, you never left. You can't because you run the boutique, <laughs> <laughs> so we need you're there all the time. But I mean, as soon as you felt comfortable, Catherine, you came back and and you're back every day, pretty much. So you're a great example of, you know, you know, you being cautious as, like you said, when that first happened, like we didn't know what was going on and, um, being cautious and following all those rules, like out of respect, not just for yourself, but everybody else was definitely an important thing to do. And, um, I'm just glad that we're at a place where it's comfortable and safe to be in our very large yoga space um, to get together. <laughs> and the idea of really like bringing your family. I think that's like kind of a nice takeaway from, from this that we've talked about. Like bring your husband, bring your kids, bring your neighbors. Um, it's your just, friends. yeah, bring your friends. It's just such a great way to spend time together. That's not like mm-hmm. at a bar or you know right. out to eat. It's it's in a lot of ways cheaper and healthier, and um, just this idea of gathering again. Yeah.
3: Well, all right. I thank wanna, you. I want to say one Nobody. more thing, and that is that um, I, you know, it's been so nice for me. I mean, I think I've been coming for maybe I was like two years before the pandemic, so it's the time is gone. But um, because I didn't practice yoga regularly before, I mean, I did like a dabbled here and there. But anyway, I just want to say that um, it's been so nice to have my little community there. And I've loved all you guys. And I love meeting you. Yeah. And it's been it's been it's been so nice. So.
0: Yay. Thanks. thanks. We're glad you're back. Booty forever. Hey. forever. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening today to our podcast. The next one we have lined up for you guys is about men doing yoga. So we'll be talking to a person who does yoga every day, a guy who's never done yoga, and another guy who comes very sporadically throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So join us too. Why are
1: the rooms filled with women? We want to know why. We want to make it 50-50.
0: That would be nice. Yeah. So thanks for listening. See you next time. See you next time.